Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Cool New Things. So on the tip of cool new things, I have two amazing guests on the show with me today. Um, and we're going to tell you about a really cool new thing that I found that I love. You know, when I find things out there in the world that I love, I want to come back here and share them with you guys because that's just fun. And so we'll be doing that today. And also in next week's episode, I'm going to go into more detail on a big shift that has happened in my life recently and how it happened and what my realizations are about it. Um, so I'll go into more detail there, but it, it is really surrounding the idea of receiving life and how we receive life and also around simplifying and really showing up to everything with my full presence going forward. This is going to be something that's very, very important to me going forward. And I'll tell you what the event was that kind of caused me to wake up to this. You know, we're always evolving and changing and waking up to new levels of ourselves. And for me, this was a very big vibrational shift for me. So one of the things I've been doing is going through all the areas of my life and just you know, cleaning out my inbox of thousands of emails and cleaning out my closet and cleaning out, you know, the things that are old energy or the things that, you know, no longer are necessary under this new vibration that I'm kind of resonating at. You know, as we grow and we change and we change our vibration, we're attracted to different things and definitely making room in this year ahead for just these very simple moments. I've had this Massive realization that the simplest of moments carry the most amount of wisdom and we miss them so often. And so I want to catch those moments, right? I want to be a part of those moments and I want to be able to share what comes through in those moments with you guys. So one of the ways that I'm going to do that is going forward on the show, we are going to release one episode a week. So it will be alternating between a sessions episode and an interview episode, and we'll release them on Wednesday afternoon here in California, Pacific time. Um, and so the sessions episodes, you know, might be a little bit longer than they've been in the past. I want to go into some topics with a little bit more depth and really share all of the downloads and the things that are coming through with you guys in kind of a deeper and more profound way. And then the interview episodes will be very similar to what we've done. I have a bunch of new people coming on the show that I'm super excited to share with you um, and cool things I've discovered, right? That we all can come together as a community and uh, learn and get excited about. So I just want to make that announcement of cool new things as well. And let us know what your cool new things are. I know there's been a lot of energy shifts. So if you want to write and let us know what cool new things are opening up in your life, we always want to hear. You can send to info at thesoulfrequency.com. And also, I'm still going to be answering your $1,000 questions in the session episodes um, if you have them. So you can send those again to info at thesoulfrequency.com and we will bring you on air and ask your question and dive into some coaching and some details and some shifts around that. So today we have Chelsea and Mitch on the show and they are sibling co-founders of Freddie, a wellness brand on a mission to help women succeed at work by putting their wellness first. Freddie's first product, Focused by Freddie, is an all-natural daily supplement that helps women feel sharp, collected, and energized all day long. 
Chelsea is a brand strategist and a serial entrepreneur. She's also the co-founder of a brand strategy and design studio called Launch It Girl. And Mitch is a former Wall Street investment banker who faced burnout-related health scares before shifting gears and becoming a wellness entrepreneur. When Chelsea's passion for empowering ambitious women to fulfill their potential met Mitch's passion for holistic wellness, Freddie was born. So with no further ado, let's welcome Chelsea and Mitch to the show. Chelsea, Mitch, welcome to the show. We're happy you're here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, this is really cool. And I love having three people on together. It makes for a fun conversation. So um, maybe whoever wants to take it first, how did you guys come together to create this amazing product, which we're going to share all about? But first, just how did you guys come together and start working together to do this? Um, So... Yeah, I'll I'll kick it off. And so first of all, Chelsea and I are brother and sister. And um, we will go into kind of like a little bit of our like backgrounds later, but I'll kick off with um, the story of how we ended up merging paths in starting Freddie. And so, um, yeah, our company, by the way, it's Freddie, F-R-E-D-I, spelled with an I, which um, hopefully is easy to remember. Um, But anyway, so the, the story begins where I started my career working on Wall Street. Um, I was working at Deutsche Bank and Goldman Sachs. And I don't, if you know anything about like investment banking hours, they're very, very brutal, like notoriously bad. And when, when I was an intern and I like did all my research, like I heard it was bad. And I honestly wasn't even prepared for what it actually was. It was like infinitely worse than I thought it could ever be. And so um, basically, there were there was this moment in time. It was a really horrible six week period where I pulled about sixteen all nighters, where I legitimately did not go home and did not sleep. Was just working throughout the whole night, um, and then like every other night, I was probably sleeping three or four hours. And I get home to go to bed on at the end of that six weeks. And like at the time, I didn't know if it was going to end then or if it was going to go on for another six weeks. It was just like I was in the middle of hell, and it was terrible. And so I get home and I go to go to bed and I lay down my head down on the pillow at 5 a.m. hoping to get, you know, two or three hours of sleep before going back into the office. And my brain starts buzzing with electricity and I sit straight up and I'm, I get a little freaked out because it was very, very weird and it was like violent. And then, um, but I only have two hours to go, go to sleep. So I try to lay, lay back down and it happens again. And at this point, I think to myself that I think I'm having a stroke. And then that sends me into a panic attack. And then, so now I'm like, I get up out of bed and I'm pacing around and I don't know what to do. And I, I call and I dial 911 on my phone, but I don't hit send. And I'm like hovering over the button, just like, wow, do I really want to admit to myself that it's been this, it's got this bad, that I've really neglected my, my health this much. Um, I ended up not calling an ambulance and I ended up falling asleep upright on the couch for like an hour and a half before going back into the office. Um, but I tell this story because this is like the moment that I realized that I needed to make an enormous change and that I wanted to start instead of completely neglecting myself from a, you know, like, I, like, as I mentioned, I wasn't sleeping, but also I was eating poorly, you know, like frequent frequenting the, the candy jar that they had in the office late night at 3am just to keep going um, and a bunch of other things. And so that this kicked off this wellness practice and, um, which included literally everything. I started doing all of my research, looking into, you know, quote unquote, biohacking techniques, plus just sort of like holistic um, wellness in, in general. And so I started kind of doing things that, you know, you've, you've heard about plenty of times, like, um, you know, obviously nutrition, fitness, but then things like cold showers, meditation. Um, and then one of the, uh, new, the, the things that I experimented with was something called nootropics, which um, we will talk about how it, it is our first product. Um, but basically, you know, I, I want to kind of lay the foundation for Freddie is kind of, it's built on the back of myself first realizing that wellness is the true cornerstone of a successful career. And, and so, you know, when I, when I started doing all these things, like, you know, almost immediately I started realizing that, you know, I, I was miserable, I was completely unhealthy. And, um, you know, I really wasn't doing my best work. You can't really under those circumstances when you feel so horrible. 
Um, and over the course of, I would say like three years, it absolutely wasn't immediate. Nothing is in life. Um, I really started to reap the benefits of this wellness practice and my mental health, my physical health, everything sort of transformed in front of my eyes. And, um, you know, and it all has to do with, you know, just being very intentional and very proactive about taking care of myself. And so this was kind of the foundation for what, for which Freddie was built upon. And so, um, it basically got to the point where I decided I just had to leave wall street. And, um, one of the elements of this wellness practice, as I mentioned, which is nootropics, um, I had given it a little bit of thought and, Really, all of the nootropics products out there, which um, for all the listeners who have no idea what it is, it is a, um, our product is an all natural dietary supplement that um, contains herbs, mushrooms, and amino acids that um, provide a helpful boost to your cognition. And so just like someone drinks coffee in the morning, um, you would use a product like this to in the exact same way to give you that little boost but it in in you know our humble opinion this is two three four times as beneficial um you get more of a benefit you you get the same sort of like kick of the energy but your mental mental clarity is much better uh some of the ingredients include um uh, ingredients like ashwagandha and l-theanine which are really good for uh, boosting your mood and they're they're technically adaptogens which um, help with uh, healthy uh, dopamine and serotonin release within the brain, which kind of sort of counteracts the cortisol that comes along with stress. Um, and so basically, when, and I'm, 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 I'll hand this off to Chelsea here in a second. When I was looking at the market and wanting to launch a product in this category, because no one that I had really worked with had heard of them when they saw you know my little bottle on my desk, I kind of looked at all the brands out there and they were extremely masculine. All, all the branding was very, very masculine. A lot of the ingredient or a lot of the other uh, competitors as well also use synthetic ingredients, which if you, if you do quick Googling, a lot of them are deemed, they're not deemed safe. They really have just no idea what they even are because um, some of the ingredients, they come from other countries. There's a very, very short track record of them being used at all. So no one really knows if they're safe or not. And so we wanted to, you know, within this category where there's healthy and, um, you know, reliable, safe products and sketch products, we obviously want to stay far, far away from any of those sketch ingredients and focus. And we kind of even don't even want to position ourselves in this nootropics category almost because we're really just utilizing all these adaptogenic natural herbs to get the similar benefits, but it's kind of in, in, it's a, in a category of its own because it is all natural and it is like kind of vetted for, for that sort of level of safety. But sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit sidetracked, but um, basically, um, you know, we decided that we wanted to create a product, all natural, um, completely safe ingredients. And then we also wanted to, you know, take that masculine limitless pill sort of branding and, and turn it into what, you know, we view it truly is, is, uh, you know, a wellness product. And we want to, you know, focus on um, the female market, which Chelsea, you can take it from there. Um, basically, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Mitch had really, after experimenting with different nootropics and kind of figuring out which ones he liked best and really feeling like he liked the all natural ones better. And he had kind of pitched these to me. Have you ever heard of these before? I'm like, no. Um, he's like, man, none of the women that I work with know anything about nootropics. And so when we were talking about this, he's like, I have a business idea, um, which for background about me is he brought to me because I also have a branding agency called Launch It Girl. So I've been doing branding, uh, brand strategy, and then we do like website builds and launches and all of that um, through Launch It Girl. So we help women launch businesses. And so Mitch was like, when I want to launch a business, which is like my very favorite thing is helping people launch businesses. Like, heck yes, let's do this. Um, so we started talking about it. And we realized that there was a huge opportunity to not just create a new topic that was more approachable to women, but was actually for women, like leaning into these much more calming properties versus the overstimulating ones. Like a lot of these other limitless pills are like limitless pills are like, um, like fire on all cylinders. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, like I don't want to fire on more cylinders. <laughs> that sounds so overwhelming to me. My brain is such a chaotic place. Like I want to calm down. Um, and so we really wanted to position this as a wellness product because it is, it really does kind of like give you that calm, like sharp focused energy throughout the day. So as we're talking about it, I'm like, Mitch, I think we have a great opportunity to build this brand for women. And you know who needs this the most are the women that I work with every day at Launch It Girl who they're going to work, they're coming home, they're dealing with their three kids, and then they are like building their side hustle in the evenings and just juggling so many things and doing it all. It's like, if anybody needs a little boost, it is women like this that I know that work with. So, um, and so that's what we decided to do was build the brand together. He's like, well, you should be my co-founder and we could build this together because I know the market. So it's kind of like his passion for wellness met my mission to empower ambitious women. And, uh, and we just move forward together building it. I love that. It's such a good story. And I'm, well, you guys have known each other for a while, so. A little bit. <laughs> right? Probably work well together. You're like, we know how each other works. Um, yeah, so it's funny because we got connected and I immediately, like all of my community knows, like I don't have anything on the show that I am not, I'm like a human guinea pig, really. Like I just like to try <laughs> things, right? And I want to see how it feels in my body and if I like it. And, you know, my whole journey to becoming like a coach and a mentor started with a holistic health realization, I'm going to call it, that I had mm -hmm. years ago, which was, oh my gosh, I can't eat this crap anymore. I need to like figure out a new way which is also an awakening, right? Because when you start putting good stuff in your body, you're going to like awaken your mind, right? And you're going to awaken another level in your life. So so I, that started years ago. And so I tried so many things, so many things that didn't work, right? And that were horrible, like things that made me sick in bed sometimes. I'm like, I think this could be working. I'm feeling horrible. I'm in bed, right? I must be detoxing or something or just killing my liver. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> um, and so I have like a sensitive body. So it's a great test zone, right? To how products work. And so I immediately went on and bought your product and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. And if I love it, right, I'm going to be here like we are talking about it. So I tried it and I also tried like a smaller dose just to see like, okay, how's this go with my body? And the coolest thing ever to me is like, I feel like when people make products like this, it's like, how jittery can I make this other human being, right? It's like, they <laughs> want you to feel like you're literally in a rocket ship taking off to the moon, shaking your way all the way out of the atmosphere. Yep. <laughs> right? And, and so I do not like that feeling at all. Like, mm -hmm. I hate it. And I don't want to feel like I'm like, I don't know, like can't move straight, right? It's yeah. like, I'm awake, but I'm crazy. Um, and so I tried the product and it is like, totally calming. It's like this calm, focused energy. And I've never tried anything like it. So kudos to you guys, because Thank it you. definitely feels like a state of well-being. That is exactly how I would explain it. Like a good mood, but I'm not like wired, right? And I'm focused, but I'm not shaking and all of these things. And so, I mean, you can use that on your, you're like, it'll make you like happy, but you're not shaking. Um, so, so as a person that just tried it, who had no reference point for it, hadn't talked to you guys, right? Like, I think it's, it has an absolute place in the market. And I think it's exactly what, to your point, Chelsea, what women are looking for, right? When maybe like I have children, I have a child, right? So it's like, you've got all this in your hands. You don't sleep as many hours as you used to, right? You've got more stuff to do, but you don't want to feel like jittery and awful. So I think it definitely serves its purpose. And I think that there's probably not a lot that I've tried that's in this space. So I think you're right, Mitch, in saying like, you've kind of created a space of your own here. To hear you say it back like that, you have no idea. Like that is exactly what we want every customer to yeah. think about the product. So thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> so, so glad it's working for you like that. And yeah, it's 
Oh, that is really, really cool to hear. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to like, I mean, like I say, I try a lot of different things and, and a lot of things are not a fit for me. Like they don't fit into my life or my lifestyle or they're too complicated or whatever. Right. I don't like the feeling in my body. Um, and I think what is your vantage point on like, you know, because I think we can also do things like drink too much coffee or go after products and things that are harmful for our body just because we're trying to get through. So what do you think is the opening for, I'm sure you guys have other product ideas, but what do you think is the opening here for people to rethink like how we do life, like how we move through stress, how we support our bodies, right? I mean, I, I think we're probably not designed to, to live under the type of stress that most people do. Like, yeah. so what, what do you, what do you think as far as evolving this product and this brand and serving the clients that you want to serve? Yeah. I think like for a little bit of context for how we think about the product is like, we're not trying to say that this is the end all be all only thing you need to feel good at work. We're saying that this is one really simple step you can add to your morning routine that helps you overall in your wellness practice. But you do need to have a well-rounded wellness practice in order to really feel your best and perform your best at work. And this is just one of those tools that helps you and everything that you're going to do is going to make everything else more effective because that's the entire meaning of holistic. It's all connected. And so what I think um, one of the things is really about like making sure you're eating properly, moving properly, like moving enough, um, and then incorporating this into your morning will definitely help a lot. And so um, I, I want to bring this back to your question, which was um, more around like maybe you're asking kind of about like next products and how we view like this as a I'm sorry, could you repeat your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just how this is like, you know, I think it's a different type of entryway into this this idea of like over-caffeinating yourself, you know, a yeah. boost, right? Or taking like, I don't know, five-minute energy shots that just make you feel mm. like you are on a rocket ship for two hours right. and crash. Like what possibilities do you see now that the product is out there? Yeah. People are having the feedback they're having. Like what else can we create to help support our bodies? Because I know our bodies were not meant to be under this type of stress that most yeah. human beings experience. So like, have you guys been talking behind the scenes about like, okay, what else is supportive? Like maybe in the nootropic place or any type of supplementation. Yeah, I think so much of it is habitual. Um, and so like, I think the supplementation can kind of feed into your good habits and routines, but I don't think that like just a product alone is going to be the thing that kind of um, unlocks your wellness. And like, I think um, like, like I, I'm definitely guilty of this of like over caffeinating or that like third or fourth cup of coffee in the afternoon that you're like, you're reheating it three times and like choking it down. And you're like, you don't really want it, but you're just trying to stay awake. Like I think having something like for, for example, like something like this can replace that kind of third or fourth cup of coffee, but you're still going to be, you know, feeling like you, you need to rely on something else if you're not practicing a more holistic wellness in general. So I think it is building that kind of foundation of healthy habits in, in all of your life. And I think the point I was trying to get to earlier was that it's all connected, that it's not just one thing or, um, it really does come down to like, how do you treat yourself? How do you treat your body? And are you making space to really slow down and check in with yourself and just see what you need and just kind of move more intuitively throughout your day? And I think um, one of those things, Mitch, feel free to cut me off if you have something uh, you want to add to what I'm saying here. Um, but I guess the the point I'm trying to make is like, once you are able to really slow down, I think we're always going to have stress. The work will always be there. And if you don't carve out that time, even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day, that's just for you, then you're just going to keep floundering and searching for that band-aid solution, which maybe is that fourth cup of coffee or like Mitch running back to the candy bowl um, every night at 3 a.m. while he was trying to get through his work day. Um, but really, if you were able to be like, okay, 15 minutes out of my day, I'm just going to breathe. I'm going to like meditate for a minute I'm going to stretch and your body's going to tell you what it needs and all you have to do is listen yeah so 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 what I would um 
add to that, which I think is very unique about our mission and our um, kind of goal at Freddie is like our whole mission statement is success at work begins with wellness. And so this product is one piece of that. And, you know, everyone, it's becoming, you know, a very well-known thing, things like meditation, yoga, and how good they are for our physical and mental health. And kind of the unique, the unique thing that we're doing at Freddie is attaching um, professional value to these wellness techniques. And so, you know, one reason why I like started looking into meditation and these other things is because I saw these, you know, big fortune 500 CEOs all touting the benefits of meditation. And I kind of just thought to myself, okay, well, you know, if Oprah's saying it, or if, you know, Tim Cook, who you name it is, is saying that there's benefits meditation, maybe there is. And there of course is like when you're feeling good, when you're in a good mental place, that is when you're your most creative, that's when you're most motivated. And so uh, it might be above everything else. It might be even above your personal life that you reap more benefits in the professional realm when you're, and then that obviously then translates into your personal life because they're so insanely interconnected with mm-hmm. um, how much, I mean, we all spend, you know, 40, 50, if not, you know, getting close to a hundred hours a week working. If you're not happy at work, you it's impossible to be happy in your personal life. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, that, that's what I would, would say, like our whole mission is to say, you know, this is one product. Um, but at, there are so many other facets of wellness that we hope through our, our partnerships. And we've, we're partnering with, uh, um, a meditation focused company, um, another yoga company, another sort of mindset focused company. And, um, and then as well, so through those partnerships is, and then also our future product portfolio, which there's, there's many different ways we can go about it. Um, introducing other elements of those, of like a full holistic wellness practice yeah. into people's lives so that they can prosper at work, which will then translate to the home and the rest of their life. Yeah. And trying to make it as approachable as possible and breaking it down into like really small steps and, you know, making it feel like anybody can and should add a little something every day to their day to help them just improve their wellness. I love that. And I love that you guys are collaborating on that. I think it's really important. I had a, my former career was in real estate. I actually had securitized loans. So I worked with Mm. some of the guys on Wall Street um, (laughs) and lent on like apartment buildings and strip centers and all kinds of things. Um, But it's, you know, there's a culture right? To certain, certainly, I think there's a culture period about just working. And then there's a culture to certain, you know, avenues or companies, right? Certain sectors that almost drive, right? Like, like, like it's some sort of feather in your cap to not sleep or to, you know, put in an X number of hours that is beyond something that's humanly possible. And you're like a better man or woman, right? If you can somehow withstand, it reminds me of like fraternity rush or something. If you can withstand, right? Like these crazy hours and these crazy ways, um, then you somehow earn the respect of your peers. And I think, you know, that is something that needs a, a dialogue that needs to change because obviously it's not healthy for people's lives and longevity suffers and people's mental state suffers and their personal life suffers. And like, what are we doing anyways, right? Like work is supposed to be an extension of who we are to provide, right? Certain wonderful aspects of our life, not to take over our whole world. So I love that conversation. Yep. Could not agree more. I think, I think it's Brené Brown who, who fights hard against the exhaustion as a status symbol sort of concept. And so for any listeners who find themselves in a workplace like that, it's definitely something to, to think deeply about, reflect. And uh, yeah, it, it's just not really what human beings are designed to do. It's, it's, yeah. it's very difficult to be happy for, yeah, it's, it's very difficult to sustain happiness in an environment like that. Yeah. And I had a, such an opposite career path than Mitch did. Like I pretty much have done passion project after passion project and I've been starting businesses and brands since I was like 23. And so I never really had that really intense corporate experience, but something that uh, Mitch and I kind of compare stories about is that we both reached a level of burnout and like kind of rock bottom with our health that caused us to go into a wellness journey. And mine was very different than his, but I think mine was just these extremely unrealistic expectations that happiness did have to come from your career path and that you have to like if you do what you love you'll never work a day in your life like all those types of things and I was like 
okay, I'm pouring all of my time and effort and all of my, like everything I have into trying to do something that's, you know, mission driven, passion driven. I'm doing everything they said I should do. Like I, you know, I didn't sell out to a corporate career, um, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, so if I'm doing what I love, why don't I love what I'm doing? And I think I just had these extremely inflated expectations in my early twenties of like, I'm supposed to love this every day. And this is supposed to always be fun. And I think that's the other side of our conversation that we've been talking about is like the dream job is really also not the key to happiness. It's really about how you're taking care of yourself, managing your own expectations and work will be work. It's just, it's work. And of course it's better if you enjoy what you do in general. Um, but it, it, at the end of the day, it's all about how you're managing the stress that comes your way because you will have stress regardless. And almost the more you care, the more stressful it can get because you care and that takes energy and effort. And, you know, you're, um, you put a lot of weight into that. So yeah, just kind of the other side of that conversation. And, um, I think it's really important to, to speak to those two who are, you know, just following that dream job and like getting caught up in the hustle culture, you know, be your own boss, build, build what you want to build, build your empire. Like, yes, do that. But you're still going to every day have some level of stress that you need to manage. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a, it's so important that you said that. I'm glad you add that in because I think we can think, right? Human beings can think like, well, if I was just doing what I love, everything, every day I'd be a bowl of cherries yeah. and it'd be so easy. And you know what I mean? Yeah. There'd be no, no, no things to get over, no resistance, no any of that. And like, really the journey is, is how we move through that, right? Is how yeah. we show up to anything in our life. And, and there is going to be, you know, challenges and resistance and stress, like that's all part of the, the joy of life, right? And the lessons that we learn. Um, but we can get, I think, in our imagination about the grass is greener over there. And if yeah. I go over there, everything will be perfect. And I won't have to worry about any of this. And that's not the case. And I, you bring up a beautiful point, like the more you care too, right? Yeah. The more it's, is on the line. It's greener where you water it. It is. It's so true. That's so good. Well, I like, I'm a fan and I, like I said, um, think that there's a special place, like you said, in the market for the product. And I think that, um, you know, I take like probably less than, I don't know what's even on the bottle just for reference because my body's super sensitive. Um, but it feels like the perfect amount and it does feel like something that, you know, has been supportive in my day. And I think, I just thank you guys for like, you know, coming together and creating something that isn't like stinking, sticking my finger in the light socket <laughs> um, and being like, wah. Um, Cause I'm actually not, I don't even drink coffee or caffeine or anything like that. Like, so I'm sensitive to those things, those products. And, and so sometimes like, you know, there's a lot of culture around coffee and there's a lot of culture around, oh, you just need to pick me up, like grab this. And I'm never you know, I haven't been part of that culture and I don't use those products. And so, you know, it's nice to have something, right. That has that calm energy, but that doesn't, you know, make you feel the jolt. So really cool. I'm glad. I know you, we have like a code, right. That we can, for people that want to try it. Yeah. To get yes. Soul frequency 15. Yes. You guys can check it out and go try for yourself. Also DM me and let me know what you guys think on Instagram because we'll have chats about it. We'll run a little survey here for you guys. I'll let you know what everybody yes. thinks. Um, I always that. like to hear what you guys think of the stuff too. Like when I get excited about a product or an experience and I share it, I just can't wait because I love it so much. Um, so I always want to hear what you think about it. And people always give me the coolest feedback too. They're like, oh my gosh, thank you. I feel like it's the sisterhood where you share the things you love, right? With your best yeah. friend. <laughs> it's like, you got to try this. It's so yeah. good. Um, so I love sharing it with you guys. And I want to ask you guys the four questions that we ask all of our guests and get the inside scoop. And this will be fun since there's two of you. So we'll start with Mitch on all four of the questions and then we'll go to you, Chelsea. Okay. Perfect. All right. So 
Um, I teach people something called the anatomy of transformation, which is how we move through deep transformation in our life, whether we're going to transform our business, where we're going to going through a spiritual awakening, transform our health. And, you know, transformation, I always say, is not a solo sport. We need support and we need a lot of love around us when we're going through stuff. And so one of the biggest things that brings transformation forward is we realize a truth in our life, right? And that can be, I don't like my job anymore. Or I need to take better care of myself, whatever it is. It's like that truth hits us and it's a catalyst, right? It's going to cause us to take a new action or look at life in a different way. So what is a truth, Mitch, that you've come across just anytime on your journey that kind of maybe even changed the trajectory of your life or that had you kind of reevaluate? So because I already told the story about, you know, that, that transformational point where I started wellness, I'll choose a different one, which is when I decided I absolutely needed to leave Wall Street. And the reason being was that the job had very little create creative elements. And at first, I really didn't think that mattered at all to me. I was completely just focused on the money. And I was just like, yeah, I'll just do whatever I have to do to do well in my, you know, boss's eyes. But after I, I was in, I was on Wall Street for six or seven years. By the end, it was just like, I just felt like I was, it, myself, I was not the one creating the work. I was the one doing the work. And I wasn't like being, none of my value came from who I was. It was the fact that I was doing a job that anyone else could do decently well in my boss's eyes. And that started to not sit too well with me at the end. And then eventually I just, you know, I decided that I absolutely had to, to go leave and do something where I could actually be creative and express myself. And, um, you know, now I'm sitting here and we're talking about our company, Freddie. And so clearly that's what I'm doing. And it's been an amazing improvement. Like even things just as small as like putting out an Instagram post with a quote that I thought up or liked or that Chelsea did. And then like, there's some graphic elements, like something, even something as simple as that, putting it out and seeing how our, our followers react and, and engage with it. Like that is so much more rewarding than, you know, even the submitting a huge pitch deck that took me two weeks to make. Like the fact that that came from me or came from Chelsea or us creatively doing it together, like it, it means the world. So that's, that's what I would say about that one. So cool. And then let me ask you, I'll just go through the four with you and then we'll go to Chelsea. So what did you have to release to allow yourself to like step into your own creative force? What was it like mindset, belief system? Like what caused you to finally say, you know what? I don't want to just create these rote tasks that anyone can create. I want to really step forward and be who I am, you know, within what I give to the world. Yeah, um, it, it was definitely difficult because I I was doing well at the firm that I was at. I kind of had a, a clear path to go and continue on and get promoted. And so it really did have to come to a head where I just was, you know, decided that it was something I absolutely had to do. And, um, you know, it, it was, I think, mostly around me thinking about it, which is something I reference a lot, like the whole deathbed philosophy, where I feel like if I was, you know, let's just say 100 years old, hopefully it's longer than that, like on my deathbed, looking back, I knew that I would really, really regret not having tried to start my own thing, having like truly tried to, you know, harness my passion into something that and create a life of my own. Um, independent of, you know, what the system had told me. And so that it was sort of that thinking over time and then just getting to the point where I couldn't live with it anymore is what got me to actually pull the trigger and do it. So great. And then what was the experience as you left that, like your former job, and you started to say, oh, like I can create things, right? And put them out in the world and people are going to, you know, connect with that. Like how, how was that experience for you? What, how did that feel for you? It was at first very scary because you don't, um, you know, really get that instant gratification when you start a company. It's very, very slow. And so, oh, I, we put out an Instagram post to our 17 followers. This is great. We got four likes. Um, and one of them you can bet was my mom. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it took a long time, but, um, and it was definitely scary because it was, you know, zero income for, you know, over a year now and running. Um, but 
it was extremely liberating. And now that those rough times of, you know, putting out content and putting out content and brainstorming, changing the messaging, tweaking the messaging over and over and over again. Um, and now we're getting to a point where, you know, we have some followers, we're selling, you know, hundreds of products a month now, which is huge. Um, it's become extremely, extremely rewarding. Like it is so cool to hear things like exactly what you said earlier on, on the podcast where, um, the product's amazing and, um, you know, the people commenting on the posts that we put out and the vibes and like the whole mission around people reshaping their, um, relationship with work to prioritize, prioritize their, their own physical and mental health. Um, it's just very, it's just very cool to see something that was literally like, wasn't there and we just create it and put it into the world. And it's, it's, it's very cool. It's resonating with people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so gratifying, right? Yeah. So what is it that keeps you in alignment? Like, like on a daily basis, because especially as an entrepreneur, right? Because nobody's tracking <laughs> your hours. Like, what are the things that have you stay in a high vibe, feel good in your daily life that those moments that you return to and be like, yes, this is my place I go when I want to feel better or the thing I do or the practice I have? Yes. So that is very simple. And this is very concrete. So I'll just say my exact routine. It is wake up, go for a run, maybe do a little bit of workout, then take a cold shower, and then meditate. And as part of that meditation, at the end, I will then kind of go through things that one, I'm grateful, grateful for, and then two, sort of like self affirmations of things that like characteristics and other things that I aspire to be and just kind of reaffirm that that is who I am and want to be. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm not quite as much as a, of that person as I'd like to be, but it's aspirational. And so I remind myself of that um, right after that meditation practice. And after getting like the blood pumping, the, the blood pumping again with that cold shower, and then kind of bringing y'all back and reflecting in the meditation, like I wake up I before that, I feel very delicate. Like you could put me in a bad mood by just like, you know, turning the lights off and on real quick. Like all of a sudden I'm pissed <laughs> off. After that, I feel like very bent. Like you, it, like I'm just, I'm so focused. Like you can't kind of, you can't throw me for a loop at that point. Like I've, I've gone through my routine. I'm feeling good. And I'm in a really good headspace where I'm in a great mood and just like motivated to crush the day. And so that is, that is my practice. I love it. It's so good. All right, Chelsea, you are up. You're in the hot seat, girl. <laughs> okay. So right. what is a big truth that you've come across in your life that was a catalyst for you? Yeah. Um, something. So one that was like a major catalyst, this is very random, but I remember like having just feeling like very stuck a lot of the time and like I'd have these kind of really like this cycle of limiting beliefs in my head of like I'd get really excited about things and I always wanted to start businesses like growing up and when I was younger and in college and stuff like I was like oh I'm gonna um, start this bracelet business and do like, I had like a million things that I would start doing and then because they never worked out I just got it in my head that like it sounds cool but it won't work out even though I felt like a ton of energy for it and a ton of passion for it there'd be this little voice in the back of my head that was like mm, but it probably won't work so I wouldn't really pour my all into it like I was really still guarding myself from the disappointment of it not working and one day I got this song stuck in my head and I was like, what is this melody? Like, it was like, it lasted, it was stuck in my head for like a week. And then finally I started to remember some of the words to the song and I Googled them and it was Billy Joel's Vienna. And it was just, you can get what you want or you can just get old. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, I don't know why it just stood out to me. And I had this like weird little epiphany moment of like, that's so true. Those are your only options in life. You can go and get what you want out of it, or you can just let life happen to you and you're just going to get older. And so that just like light, lit a fire under me that I couldn't really explain. And I just kind of probably scared the crap out of my family because I just became like, so like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on adventures. I moved to Canada. I just like took all these jobs, started starting a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I'm just going to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And um, it just, it really changed my whole approach to what 
than I thought was possible in my life. And I really can trace that back to that song getting stuck in my head. And I don't know why. (laughs) I love it. You're like, look, I'm not going to go get old. I'm going to go out there and get what I want. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. it. So good. Um, So what did you need to release? Like in that moment you heard that song, like what was the belief set that was holding you in this place of like, maybe, oh, these things haven't worked. I've tried that. I mean, cause people have, we have a lot of stories, right. As human beings about what's not going to work, what can't work. What, what broke you free in that moment? I think like, I don't know. Are you familiar with the Enneagram? Yes. Okay. So I'm a seven and I have been to- like very much kind of preached the very classic, like co- college to career like nine to five and us sevens, like, like an enthusiast. Right. And so just like, and now that I know this about myself, like I can explain it, but um, at the time, all I, all I could ever feel was how crushing that felt. Like the thought of that sounded so suffocating. Like I struggled just with the routine of waking up and going to school every day and having to go sit in the same classes day after day. And I still struggle with routines and now I just kind of embrace that. But I think Um, the thing that I really had to let go of was like realizing that there weren't any real rules in life. It was like, I can just go get what I want and be a good human. And I don't have to go get this specific type of job or, you know, I, I, there are so many different paths that it doesn't make me wrong for not wanting that the thing that I was told was the right way to go. And it just, it did, it sounded so, so suffocating and draining to me. And I worked office jobs like in the summers, like interned, um, it's like doing front desk work and administrative work and like just kind of trying to dip my toes into like the corporate environment. And I was so miserable. I hated every second of it. And I like try to make it interesting and fun and I just couldn't. Um, So yeah, I think that that was one of the biggest things was like, I don't have to stay within the confines of what I had been taught was the right kind of way to do life. And I really embraced that and (laughs) went uh, way off in my own direction. And um, yeah, but I think that was the biggest thing was like, there's no real rules. No one's making these rules except for ourselves. And so, um, yeah. It's so true. (laughs) So awesome. So what was the experience like when you finally allowed yourself to like go beyond the confines Uh, It was very liberating. And I think I realized that like a lot of the fears I had just like weren't even fears anymore because I was so afraid of like being wrong that every time I would have like a fear of, yeah, like doing something wrong, I just kind of was like, well, there is no wrong way. And I just stopped being afraid of that and would just kind of keep trying. And Um, I think then I also realized like, there's also no real competition. There's also no real, you know, somebody's looking at me and judging me for starting a yet another thing. And I'm like, Hey, everyone join my 15th Facebook group of the year. Um, (laughs) I just didn't care like uh, about being judged for it because I was like, "Ah, I'm just trying it. And, you know, I'm, I'm completely in my own lane doing my own thing. Like there's, I'm not competing against anyone, but myself and, nobody's opinions really matter because they have a different set of rules in their head and they don't apply to me. And I think that just helped everything just kind of melt away and just give me the, just the motivation to keep moving through it and just keep kind of learning to trust my gut more and more and more as I went. You're like, I'm a seven. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing here. Yeah. <laughs> the kid in the candy store of life. Stop <laughs> acting like I'm another number. Yeah. Um, it's so good. And so whatever you keeps you in a high vibe place and keeps you in alignment, practices, ways of being, things you do. Yeah. As I said, I'm not a routine person. Um, I'm a very much like wake up, see what I need in the morning type of person. So um, I think one of the biggest things I do for myself, though, is I do make space like I have a designated time every week that's like blocked off my calendars. Nobody can schedule anything. And that is my time for like two hours where I go for a walk. I journal. I meditate like I really think about the state of things um, in my life and I kind of sift through what's going on with me and, and really dive into it. So I schedule that time for myself. Otherwise, I'm a seven and I'll just like push all the negative emotions away and then they'll like bubble up in anxiety and I'm like wow what's that um so I really intentional about diving into that um the other thing is I try to move every day I do a lot of yoga um and I um just 
yeah, I, I think I, I just really listen to what my body needs day in and day out. And I've also gotten really protective of my sleep. And I'm like, I'm not getting less than seven hours of sleep in a night. And it's more important that I like, even if I oversleep a little bit and have to like scramble to, uh, to get things done. I'm like, it's actually one of the most important things for me is to make sure that I'm getting enough sleep in a night, which I had to learn the hard way. Um, so yeah, that's, that's another thing I'm really protective of. So good. I agree 100%. Sleep is so important. Like if you don't get enough sleep over time, that is like the one of the number one things that'll break down your body. And yes, and I learned that too. Myself, <laughs> I can attest yeah. to that. We all have, right? Yeah. <laughs> we all I have. I read recently that getting less than six hours of sleep in a night, you actually have slower reflexes than if you're drunk. Yeah. Like, that does not surprise me. That's scary. I tell you, when I had my son, like some people have a certain kind of like, I'm just going to say they have got a better ability to like not sleep. I'm not saying it's better for them or it's not horrible for them, but somehow they, you know what I mean? They somehow justify it or make it okay. Like that is not me. I am not okay when I have less than seven hours of sleep, period. Like, so when I had a child, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> right? I was like, this is like crazy. Like I would have, I could give birth all day long as long as I could sleep, right? Like, <laughs> I, like the sleep part was a way worse than anything else about it. Like I was just like, what in the world, right? Um, but it made me like everything in life, right? It made me yeah. appreciate like just how glorious it is. Like, I mean, once you I felt like I couldn't sleep at that period, right? I wasn't able to. And so after that section of time left and my son would sleep through the night, I was like, never again, right? Like I will protect my sleep at all costs and make sure I get sleep. It's funny how we learn, you know, all of us to appreciate like through Mitch, what you went through, just appreciating, you know what I mean? Like looking yep. in a healthier environment and creating products around that. And you, Chelsea, just going, you know, I'm going to be myself and I'm going to flow with my own day and, and create in that. And I think, you know, if there's anything to take from, from this episode is really knowing who you are and being supported and supporting your health and your wellness and honoring the truth of who you are so that you can go out there in the world and create what really matters to you and what's a reflection yeah. of who you are. And you guys have both done that in your own way so beautifully. Well, thank you. Well, I love yes, that. Yes, thank you. Yeah, very, uh, very well said. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for being on the show. This has been amazing. And for all you guys listening, I highly recommend giving this a shot and uh, trying Freddie and also messaging me and let me know how it feels in your body because we're all different. But I got to say, I give it two thumbs up. You guys did something <laughs> cool. So thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. Anna. Yeah, thank you. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes.